I would like to talk first about Armor Light, number one. Oh, dude. And they're Armor drain Light. plugs. And as we're coming up to that winter season of trying to warm your Jeep up and also, you know, protect your floors from all that salt and brine and everything, you know, I'm talking about you Northeasters people where, you know, I don't know what you Florida people have down there. <laughs> Alligators. <laughs> Alligators yep. and sunshine. Um, but they got rain. They got a lot of rain and stuff. They yeah, do. they do. They do. Yeah. yeah. Um, even when, you know, when you're getting in with your muddy boots and stuff, if you're down in Florida in the winter time, it still helps it, protect it, oh, the floors. It helps the sand, the sand, the heat, yeah. the sand, the grime, the grit, Everything. just yep. wash it all out. A little bit of soap. Don't use armor all ever. <laughs> ever. Um, but they do have a, um, a new pink color, um, for, um, breast cancer awareness, which, which is, is awesome. pretty awesome. And they allowed, um, listeners to, um, to kind of pick that, so that's kind of cool. Or you know, their 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 customer base, I guess. Yeah. To pick that, um, but we do have a. We'd like to thank them because we do have a um, a discount code for Jeep them. Life Podcast Ten. Perfect. Perfect. Who else? Who else do we partner with? We partner with Power Tank, which that help oh. they help you air your tires back up when you're off the trail, and they have a discount code Jeep Life Pod 15. And then if you're looking to get all of that exhaust from your engine all the way back to the end of your Jeep, yes, and make it sound pretty. Yep, yep. You're gonna head over to our best friends over at Pipes, and they have a discount code as well for free shipping right now, and that's Jeep Life. And then obviously our best friends who teach you all about the trails and how you want to respect them and how we want to preserve them for future generations to use. Yes. You want to head over to Tread Lightly, and they're giving you fifty percent off of their fifty dollar and hundred dollar memberships. That means it's twenty five and fifty. Yeah, uh, it's a great deal. Just for you, it's a great deal, and and. It's a process, so if you need help with that, and then instant, instant message you know when you need some help getting back into your Jeep after picking up that piece of trash, you're gonna want to head over to our best friends at Rockslide Engineering to get hooked up with some awesome rock sliders and steps to help you get back in that lifted Jeep of yours. And they have a discount code right now, Jeep Life Ten. Yep. And when you're getting into your Jeep and you're look looking for that flashlight oh yeah and you can't go. find it right now yeah it's dark you're already. Gonna, because it's already dark outside because it's starting to get darker as yeah. the days go on up in winter yeah i know <laughs> but you're gonna want to head over to our friends over at off camber lighting and they're giving us a 20 percent discount right now jeep life pod and that's going to get you hooked up with all of your lighting needs for your grab and go flashlights your pen lights as mark campbell just got one and he absolutely loves it. Said it's bright as shit. Well, hello, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. With a Jeep life area that celebrates life in the what Jeep. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> the Jeep life area. Uh, no. No. You area know what we do? 
What do we do? We live it. We eat. We breathe it. We sleep it. We, you know, everything. everything. The Jeep life, dude. We do. We do it all. And eat, breathe, sleep. Jeep smiles per mile. It's all about it's all it. About Pavement, it. ground, dirt doesn't matter. Let's put our tires on it. <laughs> I love it. It's, um, it's all Jeeps all the time. All Jeeps all the time. That should be our slogan, but it's not. Um, maybe it will be. Who knows? Um, but I'm joined here. This is Terry. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm joined with my good friends, Don. How you doing over there? What you buying? <laughs> no, <laughs> Looking at he's wheels right now. He's, <laughs> no, I'm, he's, I'm, he's already researched. He's I've reading. already researched. He's I'm the all, most prepared man in podcasting. I'm, 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 I'm geared up. Now yeah. I'm looking at polished beadlock wheels. <laughs> of course you are. Wait, have you seen the new KMC 253s, I think they are? Yes. That just got are put on Mischief that, Maker. Uh, uh, is it on Holly's Jeep? I think. I gotta see. That's awesome. Oh my God, they are beautiful. Yeah. And it definitely, I, I love the fact that wheels completely Ugh. change the look of a Jeep. Ugh. Completely. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love I can't, it. I can't. Um, and I, Joined over here by my by youngster, um, Bill. How we doing, man? Youngster. I feel like it's been almost 30 minutes since I saw take, you. Take that back, youngster. <laughs> youngster. I love it. Um, but we're, we're, we're coming live for those people viewing us at home. And if you're not viewing us at home, you're missing out on a treat. We always have a good time so, before and after the show. Yeah, go ahead. Billy, our well, product specialist. Yeah. What? Why uh, warrants the cost of a Terraflex or yeah, Terraflex Nomad wheel? How much is it? Three hundred sixty-five dollars and ninety-nine. Too much. <laughs> right. It, it, it's not a great. I mean, it's a good-looking good, wheel, yeah. and, and and it's got two valve stems. That's cool, but you know, oh, one, there I, it is. You pay for oh. the extra valve stem. No, so it's not just a valve stem. Yeah. That's like a whole valve system that it's a like quarter turn valve system. Oh, that's release. right. Right, right, right. Like, it's not just like you unscrew it. Yeah, There's that's an right. Actual, There's like, a, the, yeah, mechanism. But mechanism still, though, 365? That is, is that like a forged one piece wheel? That's is it forged from kryptonite? <laughs> it might as well be. That uh, is crazy for a non beadlock wheel. I don't know. So if you got $365 times at least four, maybe five. Um, go out and get those, and then let us know right, what you think. So, of them. let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, while you're researching that, we we missed last night. Um, doing because we were recording. doing badass shit, man. We were, and and by we're, badass we, shit, we were living the life. We were doing bad jeep shit instead <laughs> of bad dog shit. We're yeah. doing bad jeep shit. We were, we were for. We love doing parades. And we oh were God, so in fun. the Emmaus Community Parade, Halloween Parade, and it, you know it's a great little parade. It's one of the big ones in the area, and I know we're in Eastern Pennsylvania, so a lot of people didn't see us, but they actually, it got aired on the local TV. Um, but we had twelve jeeps, um, all decorated, and one of the jeeps with us actually won the contest. Don, you got you weren't there, but these these guys decorated their jeep. Like a pirate ship. I saw that in the. I saw pictures of that. Did you see pictures yeah. of that? It yeah. was sweet. It was so yeah. well engineered. Yeah. It looked amazing. Um, I couldn't believe it. They put it. some serious time into that. Yeah, they won 200 bucks. Good for them. They deserve it. When you put that oh, kind of time sure. in. Yeah, I And saw. the whole family was dressing in... Um, in a pirate outfit. Who had the green TJ with the laughing or that, that mummy thing in it? That was pretty cool, that too. That was... Um, 
That was in Mike's Jeep. That was Mike's. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was Mike's Jeep. Yeah, the the whole thing was really super cool. And, yeah. Um, it, one of, I didn't bring one of the gladiators had this blow up clown that, saw that was you know like twenty feet tall. It was yeah. What what do they call those? Like the used car places yeah, always it, have them. Yeah. Flailing arm. Yeah, noodle man. Yeah, yeah but the it was in man. a clown form, yeah. and it was awesome. We had a good time. Um, you were doing burnouts in the street, raising up and down on on I, your. I don't know buggy. what you're talking about. I yeah. didn't bring anything special. And I had, you know, all the It's going to be awesome until you got to replace those stickies. Um, <laughs> well, the thing was, it was so cold out. <laughs> they, they, they wouldn't smoke. <laughs> really? They were so cold that they just, I would, <laughs> I would stop and the whole, and they would just start chirping in the rear That's end funny. because it was so cold out. Yeah. So it was, it was a good time. And I, I love, you know, we, we do a lot of wheeling here on the podcast. Um, but to be honest with you, man. Any time we get to do just Jeep life stuff like that, I know it, it blows my mind, and I love every every second of it. Bad Jeep shit, uh, yeah, right. I um, mean, it was it was a a lot of fun. Um, you know, kids are screaming and having a good time. God, they, everyone loved it. Lo- loved the it, Jeeps loved it, and all um, of them. So shout out to my Jeep enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania peeps. Um, we're all part of that club here. Um, and they, it just was, I got to start watching the Facebook a little closer. I didn't even know about it. Oh, oh, what I need to do is I need to watch the Facebooks a little closer and then text you. Yeah. You really should. I suck at watching open spots, man. Yeah. I know if I'd known, I would have, I would have come out. I I had an open seat, man. I I know. I had somebody on a diet sitting next to me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) skeleton skeleton for everybody. Yeah. Well, I had nothing. On the way to work today, you and I sometimes carpool. Yes, and um, it's good to you know just have that that time to. It felt like it was an a, eternity, it was the man. Drive ever, and it was we the same ever. amount of time that we ever. We started, and it was dark out. Yeah. And then the sun started to come up, and then it started to rain, and then the sun <laughs> finally came up, and it was a beautiful sunrise. It was a beautiful sunrise. And then we hit another like weird kind of snow shower squall. What? Something. Are you kidding me? And then it was like a volcano went off, <laughs> and then there was an <laughs> earthquake. Ice caps melting. A polar bear jumped out in front of us. I had this <laughs> long drive you guys were on. It, it, it was an adventure, let me tell oh you. Oh my gosh. Um, but while we were on that, there was an interesting question that came up on on the oh. interwebs. And, and the basic question is, <laughs> you know, I looked under the hood, and <laughs> does anybody know what this second horn of my horn is? The best uh, part uh, about it was, yeah. here you go, is the fact that you said to send it to you, because it's the only way that's going to get in the show notes. Yeah. And I said to myself, oh, I'll remember. <laughs> And I completely (laughs) forgot about this. (laughs) Yeah. So read the question. All right. Here's the question to begin with. Never noticed this before, but why are there two horns under the hood of a Jeep, JK, you know, any of them? Anyone know the reason why? Can I answer it? Hold on. There's there's an amazing answer. Well, because I I answered it. (laughs) While he's reading on the the next part of it, which is okay, go ahead. So the, wrong. 
There once was a man with three testicles. <laughs> he always was self-conscious of it. After years of therapy, he mustered the courage to tell someone. To his best friend, he said, Hey, buddy, between us, we have five balls. <laughs> to which his best friend said, Oh, my God, you only have one? See, this is why people leave Jeep groups on, on Facebook. They just leave because <laughs> jackass is like that. But and the real reason, so next comment, Dale so says, dual hordes on a vehicle are tuned a fourth apart, for example, as A to D on the musical scale. <laughs> the same interval as the two, first two notes in the eyes of Texas. This was found through research by the railroads to be the interval that the best moves cattle off the track so the train could pass without incident and of course it carried over to the automotive industry really so don did that align with well it's a low note and a high note yeah i like to test that's 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 fourth (laughs) and i actually said there's a harmonic reason he in he was correct for it because it there they it is tuned to a fourth right if you've ever heard one burn out like they're weak as hell And I it, only it, have one. And on that mine. allows it to project. Resonate correctly. Right. And yeah. it, a lot of times when you do a single note, it projects in the direction of the horn. Right. When you add, and I, I'm a musician, when you add another Well, from an engineering tone, standpoint. When you add another tone, the vibrations actually work together to, to move. To, to get a wider range right. of. Interesting. Right. Yeah, and it I knew it was a dual, like I, I, right. So I knew, you know, you had a low note and a high note, and the idea was to increase, um, not necessarily how far you hear it away, but yeah. people's ability to hear it. Like it's right. just more prevalent. I didn't know exactly how or why. I do now, and I'll stick that in the shit I don't need to know, but it's a really cool box. Yeah, I mean, if we wanted to get in an engineering standpoint, there's so actually an acoustical reason. Um, it has because to do with the, the fourth, sound waves and the energy creates, that are um, in. Yeah, it actually creates um, the harmonic spectrum above it and, and allows them to do this. And, and so push. it travels. Yep. You, get a, well, you get a wider spectrum. Yep. In other words, you have better, I don't know, it carries better. Harmonic overtones, yep. Is that That's what it is? exactly okay. what it is. Huh. If you look at it in a sine wave, they actually amplify each other. And I will make a 40-minute lesson out of that tomorrow. I, I, you should. <laughs> I mean, Those kids are going to be like, well, what the hell? <laughs> just the first thing. I'm going to be wired in, and you just start the lesson with, you know, honking the horn. Yeah. It's. It's really cool that? because it's something it that they can hear. Yeah. And I, I like think we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. And so you know, you've, got, you've got two horns under there. Yeah. You use them both. Yeah. Wait, this is a good comment. My, I think the horn is my least favorite part of my Jeep. Time to upgrade. Um, I have train horns too. It, it, I just got to reinstall. Canada says train horns. Um, I'm going Canada. to Canada. <laughs> we refer to Mark now. <laughs> um, I'm going to veto those train horns because uh, it never yeah. fails. I soil myself every damn time. <laughs> when they're in the shop, I'm like, because uh, you know, it's about three years off my life every time. Every time, if somebody has them, if if you don't use them and only use them when necessary, fine. But when you pull into any parking lot with another Jeep, you got to lay on the, uh, uh, lay off the train. Uh, uh, I love it. But I I love that you found that question 
Um, I just like the answers. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is because it was, of course, it was the first answer. I like the first comment on the. It's like the top comment because everybody likes it. It's a funny, you know, it's a yeah, joke. Yeah. But it was just cracked me up at seven thirty in the morning or whatever ass cracked on in the morning it was. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so I do so have. I can, I can tell you why the Nomad. I was just so going to say it to you. All right, so the reason why the they're wheel. so expensive. This is important. There's, there's stuff. a couple reasons. Yes. So first. I've read the whole thing. They're a highly balanced wheel. So that requires a lot of machining and precision Correct. work. So number one, because it has a dual valve stem in right. it, and one is weighted more than the other. Right. That's number one. Number two is they're actually uh, 358T6 aluminum, which is a different casting process. And also it has a special heat treatment afterwards. That's the second thing. Third thing is obviously they claim they can hold forty inch tires. Um, they are a full bead lock. And oh, it's not a bead lock. That's just a rash ring. It has a knurled edge on it. The ones that I'm looking at have a knurled edge, and they locking claim bead set knurling allowed for safely. That's run. yeah, but it's not a bead lock. So it's just a rash ring on the outside. Yeah. And this is one of the re- This is just another reason why this t- this mm-hmm. wheel is worth money. But they claim that they'll hold damn near as low a tire ten, pressure ten, ten psi wow. as a as a bead. So bead locks you can go down a little yep. bit lower. I mean, you could probably do two, three, four psi in a bead lock, but yep. ten guarantee on ten is pretty damn good. Yeah. Method seven oh fours are claiming eight. I bet you you could do eight with these. Probably. These well, so, that, so with that rash ring, that also helps keep the you side can re- wall. Oh, yeah, you can so you can replace, replace them. them. Right. Exactly. I, I mean, so okay, this. At first, I was like, screw you, Terraflex, but now I'm like, mm, no, maybe I need Terraflex. a set of those. Yeah. Terraflex, if you're listening. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a set of those to try, man. They're, I'm, I'm they're screw you. So, yeah, right, right. So here's a couple other things. In in their whole design of that Schrader valve system, yes. it's not a Schrader valve. It's no. A, it's an actual valve. Yes. Which is completely rebuildable without taking I the saw valve that. out. I know. What? So you, you leave no no pressures yeah. la- lost, and yeah. you can completely rebuild the valve. Uh, Dude, this, this, these wheels are badass. Right, I'm right. serious. I yeah, and, you're, you're paying for some engineering there. And to boot, to boot, to boot, to boot. Yeah, that valve can hold 3,500 psi. That's a lot of psi's. I can't even count that high. That's pounds per square inch. Anyway, that's they're actually cool. designed in a specific cool. way at a 60 degree, or I think it's like a 58 degree angle or something. Oh, interesting. That's engineering for And you. we always learn something on Jeep Life Podcast. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's true. It's true. We learn from each other. We learn from the yeah. interwebs. Um, oh, actually, actually, I have Dirty Dog 4x4 has provided us with, with some cool stuff. Another um, giveaway. Giveaway. Giveaway time. We have um, the front and rear this time. Yes. It's in red. Yes. And it's sitting on my table right in front of us. Yes. Um, Front and rear. And I would like to give that away, not tonight live on the show, but I would like to somehow um, give that away. What are we going to do? I don't know. So we're going to give our... Here's what we're going to do. I got one. You got one? I got one. You got one? We will... Watch the Facebooks for a an Instagram for a code to enter a Kahoot contest 
quiz based on what we're going to talk about tonight, and the highest score gets the. Oh. Yes, indeed. All right. Are you going? You're going. I'll you're set it up. For that? I got this. We All don't right. normally have good participation. Well, we're going to this time. Yep. Yep. This is a big product. Um, this is a good one. It's a great product. It's maybe we'll rear, run this for like two or three sunshade. weeks. Um, what was that? Well, yeah. we have, so it's going to have to be the first 25 because we're limited to 25. 25. Okay. Right. On Kahoot. So first 25 get in and then Well, so the best 25 score. could last a week. It could last a day. Right. 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 So there you go. First yep. 25. First, first 25. 25. Yep. Um, so we'll, we'll put out, uh, Don, you're responsible for that on the Facebooks. And well, the I'll get you guys the codes cause I don't do the, All I right. suck at the social medias. Right. We'll figure it out. But um, we'll do that, and the the, qui- the winner yeah. of the quiz yeah. gets it. And so for anybody who's not familiar with Kahoot, just put Google, Google's the Kahoot, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Kahoot. there's going to be a number code when yep. it comes up. You, you just hit play, and you put in the code. You have to enter your full name, okay? Don't put in anything yep. we can't identify you by, and uh, then you go ahead and play the game, and you're just going to answer a series Don't of put, like, Ben Dover. Right. Well, do. I mean, you can, you but we can't get a hold of you there. Right. Um, so. Peter says, the sunshade when today's high was 56. Yeah, it, it is definitely hit fall now, going into winter. But Wait on. Shut, shut up, the Peter. <laughs> Nobody asked you. That's right. You and got your free shit. Go away. Yeah, right. No, it, but it's free. It's free. Free is for me. I don't care. Yes. I'll, I'll use it to keep warm. Look, hold on. I'll, I'll use it to keep warm. Oh, yeah, you got free. This store's really easy to the spring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, It'll be fine, won't you? You could, you could wrap yourself up in it and, I, and keep warm in the winter. I if use you it for a blanket, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, but you could put it on now and leave it under your... Yeah, absolutely, top. yeah. I mean, in fact, gr- I think I'm going to do that. It's, it's a great product. Yeah. Um, so we'll do that, Kahoot. Thanks, Tom, for coming up with that. Yeah. That's, that's a lot better than... I, I wasn't even prepared for anything. It's almost as good as the shock collar Mark game we came up with. Mark four inches of rain on Friday. That's wild. Yeah, well, out there in British, like it's everything's dinosaur big out there. <laughs> the trees, <laughs> the rocks, the the rain. It it really doesn't is. stop snowing until June. No. All right, let's go to some events, shall we? What? Some events. This is the event time of the show. Oh. Yeah, I know. I transitioned from that. Cool. You know where I'm going to be first? Where are you going to be first? Uh, nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some events coming up right now, and our first event is Boo at the Zoo Creepy Jeep Contest, and that's October 23rd at Cape May Zoo. And let me tell you, that's going to be an amazing time down at the Cape May yep. National Zoo. And it's amazing down there. It's free. It's awesome. They have great you know, spectacles to see down there. Yep. And also there's going to be a lots of spectacles of the Go vote Jeeps. for your favorite scary Jeep. Yep. Maybe that's the word of the, word yeah. of the night. Spectacles. Spectacles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Next, we got Jeeptoberfest, October 23rd, and Pigeon Forge, and Mummy is the theme. So make not sure you... Not spectacles. Not spectacles. Make mummy! Sure, well, the, the spectacles can be on the mummy. Like Mom. Mom. Mine, mine, mine. What? What? 
So we got trunk- <laughs> oh, these guys. So trunk or treat at Hanoverville Roadhouse in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And that one's for Frank because I think they're sold out. They might be sold out. I'm pretty sure they're sold out because Frank's a wild man. Nope, and park up the street. Yeah, and, I'm going to park on top of Frank's candy, Jeep yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, Myrtle Beach Jeep Jam is October 29th to the 31st. And that's in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So make sure you're down there. And let me tell you, we are definitely going to try to do our best to be at this next great event. I'm definitely going to try to be there. Yeah, we'll have a presence there. Yes, we will have a presence. And I've heard that they're giving upwards of $10,000 worth of raffle prizes away at this event. So go up, buy raffle tickets, buy raffle prizes, wheel to heel, and that's put on by Apex Off-Road, Mission 22. Jeep Life Podcast is going to be there. We have a whole bunch of other clubs that are going to be showing up. I know a lot of people are already messaging me saying, hey, are you coming? I want to see the buggy there. I want to see you there. I want to see the podcast there. I want to see Don there. I want to see Terry there. I want to see everybody. Everybody. Nobody says I want to see Don there. They're like, who's the other guy that comes and talks (laughs) once in a while? So what did uh, Michael said something about Mike said something about you could buy your raffle tickets online. It is all online. Okay. Yeah. Well, they want Eventbrite. you to buy it online. Right. Right. Upwards and upfront. So, but I mean, we can do that. Yeah, upfront. Yeah. Did yeah. we say where that was? What so website? That's, we it's all posted on the show notes. Yeah. Um, it's in their Eventbrite. Okay. Um, so Apex Off Road will hook you up with the event, and you can navigate through Apex Off Road yep. Events page, and that will take you to the Eventbrite, or you can search. Mission 22, Apex Off-Road, Wheel to Heel, all in the yep. Google searches. You'll find it. Yep. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, and they, they do great work. It was a great event last year. Um, there's some ability to do a guided ride if you want, or if you just want to go out on your own with you know a, another Jeep or a couple Jeeps. Um, that's cool, too. I think guided rides are limited. They so are limited. So if you are looking for a guided ride, get on that quick. Yep. Excellent. Um, now man. we're talking about wheeling with some electric stuff or something of the sort. Well, he stole your transition he tonight. Like he's on fire. Did you do like the whole vendor I, or our whole partners thing? I don't know. I'm gonna <laughs> put the eject button back Dude, in the he, Jeep. He might have to ejecto seato. Ejecto seat, cuz. But yeah, it's I, like it, what is it? What do you take? <laughs> I don't even know what to do now. He just know, took like my brain cocaine off. tonight or oh, something. I'm gonna go over here and sit down, rambling stuff off like he's <laughs> like a, like the auctioneer or something. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, but done. Came to party tonight. It, we, <laughs> we, it's time to go to class. Let's do it. I want everybody to sit back in your seat, close your eyes, because I'm gonna take you on a story. Back in 2007, we hit the recession. Gas prices went sky high. Um, we were 450 a gallon. You mean like we're, they're going up right now? Yeah, no kidding. 355 today. Uh, thank God it was only thirty dollars to fill the Honda. Uh, but but uh, gas prices went super high. So I went on one of my my um, research benders and um, just kind of trying to figure out what was going on. And there's a lot of reasons that, that fuel went high, but ultimately, one of the biggest reasons was it was supply. Brandon. <laughs> yeah. It was supply and demand. We hit, well, we hit peak oil. We yep. actually literally were selling more fuel than we were able to produce at that point in the United States. Yep. 
So um, it wasn't that we weren't pulling enough out of the grounds. It's that the refineries were at peak. Not processed Correct. fast enough. But what it sparked was a, a interest in what's our longevity look like with, with fossil, burning fossil fuels? Hundred years. So, well, so you, you, there's a lot of variables that go into that, and I did a lot, a lot of research, and I found a lot of um, documents and a lot of interviews and forums and and a lot of leaked content. And when I say like I went on a bender, this was months and months <laughs> of sitting in a dark basement, digging through the combing through the like I I totally geeked on it. Going to going yeah. to the Library of Congress. Yeah. Right, 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 took right. Two trips down to DC. Just Absolutely. To make sure everything was yeah. Do we need to have an up. intervention over here, Don? That we should past. have at that point. It was <laughs> pretty past. bad. Yeah. Yeah, we're good now. I recu I recovered. All right. So yeah. um so short version of a long story is So if you need somebody found, Don is your guy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> right. So short version of a long story, we have, depending on which report you look at and depending on variables, we have 35 to 100 years of easy access oil. There's more, but that's what's easily accessible right now. Now that 35 to 100 years is is pretty, um, there's a lot of variables. So yep. Um, third world nations, how quickly do they develop and start using more fossil fuels? Um, how quickly do we develop, develop technology? Um, you know, economies play into that, things like that. So policies, um, worst case scenario, 35 years long, you know, best, best scenario, hundred, about a hundred years is what a lot of these reports were saying. So what happens is United States, China, Russia, we're not giving our oil up. Right. No. But but it, it ultimately uh the bigger countries go after the smaller countries. Um nom, it's, nom, nom, nom. It, it really is the downfall to civilization. And uh so, you know, not being the bearer of bad news, but we know we've got to make changes. <laughs> Welcome to Doom and Gloom on the yeah. Deep Life Podcast. <laughs> but anyway, so we I'm uh, buying one of those um Tesla, like whatever model Ford, X, no Ford, um, crate axle motor, John ski, whatever they are. So have you seen these things? No, but I'll tell you what, we'll get into that because that's what's unique about this. And I know where you're going with that. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh -huh. So, um, Ultimately, we know that we've got to make some changes, right? Yes. And so, uh, ultimately, the reality of it is there are so many variables. Nobody really knows how long, you know, but, but ultimately, we know that this fossil fuel isn't going to last forever. We've got to make changes. Um, right now, we don't really have the infrastructure for all electric cars, so we're making the switch, and you're starting to really see it with hybrid vehicles. I wasn't super stoked initially, except for the output numbers of the 4XE, until yeah. I started to learn about it. The numbers on paper don't look great, but when you start to understand how that vehicle works, and how, if you know how to drive use it. the vehicle and drive it, the numbers work out very well. So I've driven one. Oh, so, I know. Yeah, yeah. So I'll say... Without knowing how to drive it, it's fun. You know, it's, it's it different. makes as much power, you know, usable power as as a three ninety two does. I don't know comparatively speaking. I didn't research quarter mile numbers or zero to sixty numbers. Um, it gets up and goes. It, they do hustle, but it is very comparative. You know, to to the three ninety two. Wow. Um. So right now, what's big is. Uh, what we call a series regenerative regenerative 
braking and plug-in hybrids. Okay, and it, basically what that is is uh, we can charge it one of two ways. We can plug it into the wall, right? And we might get um, plug it in plug seventy in. miles, right? You know, fifty miles, depending on how you drive it, the, the weather, the whole nine yards. The other way we can do it is we can regenerative recharge it, so that reverses polarity in the motors, and we use the motor to slow the vehicle. Um, which you know we we actually use the energy the the energy the momentum of the vehicle the motion of the vehicle uh, Billy help me out what's that Newton's third law what every uh, action has a no, an opposite reaction yeah let's let it go I'm drawing a blank <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately we're using the lost energy from the brakes that that energy you usually use so energy can't be created and destroyed. Right. No, so conservation of energy. Yeah, that's it. Thank law you. So, so we're taking that when we hit the brakes on a vehicle, um, that energy, the motion of the vehicle is converted to heat. It's lost energy. Right. By reversing the polarity in the motors, we apply, you know, we're taking okay. that energy. An and opposite force. Right. And putting it back into the battery, right. essentially. Um, we're turning the motor well, every, as every a generator. Every engine, it, not engine, every motor is a generator and every generator is a motor. Well, it's true, but not true. So when you get into, um, and we talk about it in here, well, DC motors yeah. are really hard to do that with. And that's one of the cool things about this. I figured out a way to flip it on the stator so that you can do it. Right. Um, but ultimately, um, what's cool about the four by is that it adds a third way to recharge it. Mm. So that's got two electric motors, and we're going to talk about all the components, but we can use one of those motors to recharge or drive the second battery that's running off the engine, which ultimately oh. increases the efficiency. So right. we'll get into the details of that. But first, we need to talk about the components on the vehicle. So um, the 2-liter TDI um, four-cylinder engine is a, is a standard and only engine currently that you can get this with. Um, and that, I believe that has to do with some GVWR stuff because we add some weight to this vehicle. Right. right. Adding battery yes, always adds weight. Absolutely. Always. Yep. Um, but a great little engine does a ton of power on its own. What is it? 270 horse and, yeah, and 290 foot pounds of torque, 295 foot pounds of torque or whatever. It's a great little engine. Squeezing the snot out of 26 yeah. pounds of boost. Like yeah. that is just... I'm gonna put a blow off valve on it. Yeah, I mean they're they're cool. <laughs> and, then, awesome. and then ten to one compression. Nobody does ten to one compression <laughs> in a turbo engine. They're gonna be blowing up. Yeah. Left and right. Nah, they're gonna I, I think they they're gonna be able to control it. Um behind that's an eight speed, what we call ZF transmission. And that transmission we use in everything. Ram truck, uh it's in they're Grand Cherokee. Very reliable. It is very reliable. It's smooth. Oh. Yep, yep. Eight speed automatic yep. transmission. Um, now there's different variations of that, but any pretty much all the ZF transmissions are are the same. Then we have two electric motors. We have a P1 motor, um, which is driven by a belt from the engine. Um, it can be both a generator or a motor, and we can do that by switching the poles on the stator. Um, so that's how we get a DC motor to switch. Now, does the computer control that? The computer controls that, yeah. We don't have to flip a switch. You don't in flip the Well, there are, we're going to talk about some, there are All some right. options, All which right. is what makes the 4xE really cool. I like it. Now, warning. I'm going to tell people this because warning. it was, it was, warning. It was very, the, the class I attended, this was 
pretty prominent. Um, that belt that drives, so that engine is sits on the right side, or motor sits on the right side of the engine. And what that P1 motor does is it helps assist when it's in motor mode, when it's an electric motor, it assists the engine. So yep. it's got a belt that goes around from a pulley on the motor to the crankshaft, to a, a pulley on the crankshaft, and it'll help to spin the two-liter engine. Now, um, when it's in regenerative mode, the engine drives the belt and turns the electric motor, produces electricity, and we can put that to the P2 motor. Um, however, you can imagine if that belt, if that motor creates, I believe it's 44 horsepower, um, if it's creating 44 horsepower and has to drive an engine by a belt, that belt's got to be under some serious tension. Yeah. So there's a specific procedure to remove that belt. Make sure you follow it. To boot that, that motor, that electric motor, if it ever has to be removed, is definitely a two-man job. It's a heavy electric motor. Okay. Mm. Okay. So... Uh, the second motor, the P2 motor, resides in the transmission. So um, there is a on-off clutch, there is a ILE clutch, which is a slipper clutch, and there is the P2 electric motor. All of these replace the torque converter. There is no torque converter in this transmission. Mm. So, so you set a clutch in clutch packs. Well, no, it's not even, a sh- well, it Clutches. sort of is. Clutch is, right. So it's got the um, the the on-off clutch basically disconnects the front drive train. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for two purposes solely: one, to drive the vehicle with all electric, so we don't have to have the engine running in the front. Mm-hmm. Two, for when we come to stops, we've got to disconnect it. Right. Okay, so we do it for that as well. The ILE clutch um, is a slipper clutch in the back. And ultimately, that's the clutch that applies traction, so you don't have a sudden jerk when you, you know, when you go to pull out and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay, so the ILE clutches in the back. Motor is sandwiched between them. Um, and that is also a permanent magnet motor. Um, the battery is made by Samsung. It is a 96-cell, 380. It's nominally not 380 volts, but it's considered a 400-volt system. Um, and it weighs... That's even weird. Uh, so, so... Priuses run on a 480-volt system. Yeah. Yep. So they're using a 400-volt They're system? using a 400-volt system. The Porsche uses a 600 I know. They're all over the system. Yep. thing about Porsches, though, they figured out how to deliver all that power to that motor instantaneously. That's the one thing Porsche figured out how to do. I mean, all electric motors just get up and go immediately. So there is no doubt about it. The the torque curve is completely linear. Like there is no, you know, there is nothing quicker. So this is why hybrids are so great. And and I'm going to say this outright. Gas engines, a small, super efficient gas engine like this, it's great in the highway. Electric motors, eh. Super efficient. Small gas engine is not good from a get go. So I best of both worlds. Right. You know, I can I can accelerate. I can, and it's not that the two this two liters a slouch. Everybody I talk to, I've driven them. They're quick, mm-hmm. but they're not as efficient as an electric motor. So now right. I've got the most efficient, you know, to to accelerate, and I've got the gas engine to run down the highway. Um, 
But yeah, I, the, now this original system, this is sort of the original um, hybrid system, if you remember, was a 48-volt system with only the P1 motor. So we had a P1 motor on it just to help drive and, and increase the efficiency when, when pulling out. Yep. So now it's a 380-volt, 400, considered a 400-volt system, Samsung battery. Weighs in at 360 pounds. That's a heavy. heavy set of batteries. That's heavy a heavy bitch. set of batteries. So problem is, it's a little bit above the center line of the wheel, so it changes the the center of gravity, center gravity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not a ton, though. They did a pretty good job of keeping it pretty low and inside the vehicle. Yeah, because you don't want that to take a hit. Battery no, like that takes right. a hit, and you tear a hole in it. That's lithium ions. That uh, goes boom. Yeah, that's going to make some some big sparks. <laughs> Definitely um, going to generate some heat so. for sure. My question is, is how do we put the biggest, widest axles possible on this thing? Drop the axles in line with the battery. It's a good idea. And put a super amount of down travel on this bitch. Yep. And then we go wheeling. That's a good, good point. And that's pretty easily giant, done. We just got to like cut up the body threes. and some coilovers. <laughs> we have no just problem. wide. Yeah. We, then we low, don't have to, yeah. A lot of down travel. Well, we don't want it too wide because it, it's, it's tough in PA. You know, it the Northeast. Yeah. But we cut the body up and get them no, way I'm up No, I'm saying just standard full width. We're all right. Yeah. So um, the IDM logic module is the module that controls everything. That sits um, kind Jeep, of... Jeep, if you hear this, I want to do it. Have one sitting in my driveway. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> I, shipping I in here them, now. I hear them backing right. up. They're right, right now. Right now. So it's got Meep. an IDM logic Meep. module. They call it IDM, but it's, it's basically the logic module. To, you asked... Do we have to do this? No. no. Um, you know, this is all computer controlled. Um, and uh, that resides under the rear door. So the driver's side, um, back by the rear door, not okay. under the door, but but that area under there, covered by a huge skid plate because it is an expensive module. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing there as it is. As a general rule, on that side. right, right, but it does. It does. I've looked at them; they do hang down a little bit, yeah. but it's got a, a good beefy skid plate on it, yeah. and you know, hopefully, uh, I don't know. Would I'm, it be something that maybe an aftermarket would? I'm sure if there is not already. Well, I don't. It might be too big for that, but I'm sure if there is not already, somebody makes a big old Rubicon Express gas tank skid to cover that. Skid, too. Right. Yeah. You know, so. anything like quarter inch steel. <laughs> yeah. Right. Terry proof. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody yeah. want to test their stuff out? Billy and Terry. There you go. Yeah, we're, we're uh, your people. I yeah. will break it. Yeah. So um, this this part is, and this kind of gives you an idea of the complexity of the system. Three separate cooling circuits for this. So lithium-ion batteries run best at 80 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's one of them. We've got a cooling, we've got a, a cooling circuit to keep it cool. Okay. Yeah. We've also we've also got a circuit we use coolant to warm it up. As well, to keep it's it work. too cold. Yep. Uh, so that increases the efficiency of the battery. We have the engine cooling system. Right. Okay. Well, Was that a circuit, though, technically? Batteries yeah, discharge. it's separate. It's it a is. separate cooling circuit. Batteries yeah. discharge really quickly in the cold. Yes. Really quickly. Yep. So the, the, uh, th- two-thirds gone. Yeah, and so we warm it up with so the coolant. So you want to keep it warm. Yep. yep. What about a fourth trans cooler? So uh yeah, but that, technically, well, yeah, I guess you would, but I think as far as the hybrid system goes, they they talked about the three of them. Okay, you know, um, so the other one is electronics. That module under underneath, 
it's that hot that say it probably warms yep. up too. Yeah. So there's that actually has its own coolant circuit as well. All of these are are heated or cooled additionally by uh, not heated but cooled additionally by electric AC compressor. Um, that is again. No, I'm sorry. It's only the battery that that cools. So it'll cool the battery. If the battery gets too warm, it'll use that to cool. It uses the coolant circuit to warm it up. It has right. a heater in it that warms it up. So, um, and again, 80 degrees Fahrenheit seems to be the that's a sweet spot for batteries right, anyway. Right. Yep. Um, it's got a charge module. That's what we plug into into the side of the vehicle, which is weatherproof. Uh, I'm sorry. Charge module on the charge port is weatherproof. And then we've got five a five indicator light system to indicate what our our bloop, bloop, correct. Bloop, Each one bloop, is twenty percent stands for twenty percent. Um, and then additionally, that is our fault for the system. If you have two outside lights flashing, indicates a fault in the hybrid circuit. Uh, they call it goal posting. Mm. Um, I mean, your shit don't work. It means your shit don't work. So. <laughs> The operations, we have a series hybrid, which uses the P motor, P1 motor, to provide power to the P2, and we can also use the P1 to regenerate power on braking. So we're flipping the, we're flipping the polarity on the stator, um, which turns the motor from a motor to a generator, yep. um, and then that magnetism, that, that feedback is what creates the braking force. But we recapture that energy and put, it, put into it right the, back into the battery. Right, right. right. Um, we have a parallel hybrid version. So that's that's high. That's We use that for high torque requests. So it uses... So when Billy's like, that fucker cruises, that's... It's like, yeah. oh, Billy got in a car. Let's do high torque requests. Yeah, right, right. Um, it uses both motors to create maximum torque. Okay, so like full throttle mode. It goes into screw, you know, screw EPA. Let's uh, MPGs. Let's burn some. Let's fuel. burn let's some fuel. Go. So we're using the gas engine. We're using both the electric motors, and that's how we hit 470 foot pounds of torque in that. And that's called party mode. It's called party mode. I love it. It is party mode. We have. Oh man, what happened? My computer just went to. So full electric mode. Um, which uh, we have no engine. It's um, the P1 motor. Um, is only used for regen on D cells. Okay. It uses the P2 so no, motor. No gas motor. No gas motor. P1's not doing anything other than reverse polarity. That's it. Doing regeneration when it slows P2 down. P2 is driving it. Perfect. Right. Perfect. And then we have park neutral mode, which basically, if you're parked or neutral, um, the engine turns P1 to generate power for the battery while we're sitting there okay. and idling. Okay. Now, that's how it figures, that, that's its core modes of operation. But then if you're sitting in one of those, there's some cool buttons located off to the left of the dashboard. Yeah. So right, the first right, one. Right, right, right below your, your light switch. Yep. You know how they do lights yep. before lockers? So that they mm-hmm. did lights before your hybrid modes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get a Rubicon, there's, there's uh, but that's over Another in the button. center there's, of the dashboard. That's in the center yeah. now. The little flippy switch. Hybrid mode, um, so if you put it in hybrid mode, the idea is the vehicle will figure out the most efficient way to run, whether it's gas in the P1 or, you know, um, high torque request or regener- using P1 to regenerate P2. It figures all that out. E-save mode is, that's going to save all the electricity. Let's say you want to go four-wheeling, 
and you want to use the electric mode when you're four-wheeling, um, you put it in e-safe mode and it keeps the engine on and does not use the electric motors. Electric, uh, the electric mode turns the engine off and gives you all electricity. No. Um, there is also a max regen, I put regen mode, uh, meant regen button, um, that you can use like decel down on hills. So if you hit that button, which is located to the left, right under the HVAC controls, it'll use both motors to create as much, to regen as much as it possibly can. It does it as efficiently as it can. If you're in stop-and-go traffic, driving in the city, yep. you hit that regen mode, max regen mode, and every time you decel or go to hit the stop, it you know, go to hit the brakes, it's going to feel like, you know, that thing's on like a bungee cord or something behind you. <laughs> it, it just, you know, slows down. Like, it's like maximum exhaust brake on a diesel. It's right. really, a, that's a good analogy. Yep. and. It feels very much the same way. Um, or you know, slamming your gear, your Jeep into second gear at 40 miles. Yeah, an right. So uh, there is that. So by the numbers, um, and I didn't put Which, this in there. by the way, don't there. do that. Yeah, no. Don't, don't, don't the do anything else. hybrid vehicle, there's a 22-mile range. Now, when you think about it, mm, okay, that's not that much. And this is what I've been thinking a lot mm-hmm. about. But if I drive, let's say that I've got a 22-mile trip, and we'll just use round numbers. Yeah. So I get to work. I have no way to charge it at work. There's no charging stations, and I have to drive back on gas. Yep. I've just doubled my fuel mileage. Yep. If I typically get 15, I'm now getting 30 on it. Right. Okay? And that's not going to be the case all the time. But if you use the vehicle, you know, if you're smart about how you use it, if you think out, you know, um, how you're going to do this. Like you drive in on E only and then drive home in hybrid, you'll probably pick up, you know what I mean? It'll start to use the, G, the P1 to regenerate and you'll pick up a little bit of energy in the way home. Um, it becomes a very efficient system. Yep. And, um, and, and running in hybrid mode, is it about 40 miles a gallon or close to that? High 30s? Um, I, I, again, though, it depends. And that's why it's really hard to put a number on that. Okay. So, um, yeah. you know, it depends on hills. It depends uh, on, yeah, all those things. you yep. know, temperature and all that. But, but you could safely figure, I, I would say 30 to 35, you know, if you were yep. in hybrid or, or uh, e-save. If you used e-save, drove to work and back. Now, the more you drive it, the less that's going to go down. So, because that original range is only 20 miles. Right. So, if you put it in hybrid mode, then I think you could probably squeeze 30 out of hybrid mode. Okay. You know, um, I, it's really hard to figure out. And there's the. the will, f- will it fit 37s? With a little bit of a lift, sure. <laughs> but I'm, I'm curious to see, like, I'm dying to buy one of these because I want to start screwing around. I'm yeah. curious to see how the battery life is affected by larger wheels. I, I would bet. So, I mean, it sounds it, like we need two of these now, Jeep. We do. One one to spec out and Look, one to... Looking out to you yes, guys. Yes. I want to... I want to... I will give them all the spreadsheets they want. <laughs> the, the, um, yeah. I'm just curious to see, you know, um, how tire size affects the range of the battery, the efficiency of... Every tire of, size. Of, 33. Yes. 34, well, so it comes with 33 from the factory if you get it on a roof. 36s, 37s. We'll try them all, man. Yeah, 40s. 
It's all in the research, oh. name of science. Um, but ultimately, what's cool about this system, and you were talking about Ford has an axle assembly that you Correct. just kind of throw under your vehicle. Well, you well, can. You can. Ish. You Not don't really throw ish. any hybrid system, decent hybrid system. But you know what's cool about this? That ZF transmission, remember we talked about that being used in everything? Yep. This is probably the technology we will see for a majority of yep. the heavier Dodge Ram vehicles. That mm-hmm. drift toward the right that are the hybrid. Right. And to boot, it's also the same system that Pacifica uses. So they've already got a system adapted for, for mid sized front wheel drive vehicles. This will be available for, you know, um, I'm sure you'll, we'll see it in Ram. We'll see it in other Jeep vehicles, Gladiator at some point. Yep. Um, there is some talk about uh, probably be a little bit till we see it in trucks because um, not really sure how, how it's duty rated, et cetera. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if 10 years down the road you could pick up this transmission, not in all of this glory, but in some watered down mm-hmm. version. Where it's a bolt-in to a regular Jeep, and now you've got some sort of hybrid. Right, you so know, a retrofit. Right, right, yeah, exactly. I'll still have my JK by then. <laughs> yeah, prob- probably me too. Still <laughs> um, paying on it. So a, a lot Can I refinance people, it again for more parts? <laughs> a lot of people are using these in, in different ways. and I, I, I've been reading a lot of people use it all gas to where they're going mm-hmm. and then when they're tooling around wherever they are, whether it be off-roading E-mode. or at the beach or whatever, or in electric, electric mode, mode right? right? And and I, I, I just think it's brilliant. I So I wasn't stoked until I found out how the system operates. This system is very similar to like the Porsche <clears throat> system you were talking about to some of the Lexus hybrid. Yeah. Um, you know, I think like a Prius series type hybrid is awesome to run back and forth to yeah. work. It is probably one of the most efficient vehicles. Like a Prius is one of the best hybrids in the market. Right. Hate to say it because I'm not a Toyota fan, but it is. But when you want to, yeah, but a wedge. But it's true, you know. But if you want to drive, like if you're if you're going, like when I go wheeling, I'm not thinking about what kind of gas mileage I can save. You know, now I I have the availability if I use this vehicle smart to increase my MPGs to be a conscious uh, carbon. You know, I get about two two and a half miles a gallon (laughs) in the buggy. Yeah, so um, it, it works for so many different things. And, and you know, I, I think if you want power, there is a ton of power there. You want efficiency? Um, again, don't expect to get the same efficiency you're getting out of a Prius, but you're in a mm-hmm. lot heavier vehicle. You're still going to increase the efficiency over a, a midsize SUV, normal SUV. You know, and I think that's what's so cool about it is the versatility of this. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the thing that, when when you know first on the on the rumor mill the four by e was coming out yeah you, you got all the oh I'll take gas any day of the week rah, rah, you know the, yeah uh, and I think myself included uh, we've kind of changed the way we look at that and I'm I'm as excited about the four by e as I was about my JK when I when I got it yeah you know yeah. It, I. Yeah. It's something I'm going to be looking at in the yeah. next year or two. I, I I would love to have one as well, and maybe you know in my future. Um, but the way I felt when it's first, funny you should say that because when it first came out, Terry, 
I remember, and I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember GM coming out with a Suburban that was a hybrid? Yes. And it got like 20 miles to the gallon. Yeah. And I was like, what's the point going from 15 to 20? Well, you're, you're talking about a, a heavy vehicle. Yes. Right? And, and a Suburban, you could, I, I don't know that you can make a heavier vehicle. No. And, and you know, our Jeeps aren't light. No. And we add weight to them every day. Yeah. You know, yep. <laughs> we go and yep. add armor. We go and add yep. what, you know. Um. So we kind of, you know, take that for granted and go, you know, we're going to lose power. Because yeah. even just adding weight sure. to our JK, yeah. we're losing yeah. power. Well, rotational mass, wheels right. and tires. I mean, that is, that's, yeah. that's huge. But to have a hybrid engine, it always had that stigma that it was. If you add more mass to the wheels, will you generate more electricity? Well, that's questions that I have. Right. That's what I want right. to know. I, I think it would. You know, I do. you would like have me, that question yes. because I have that question. Well, I have ridden with people in their Prius. Right. And their Prius behaves differently when I get into it. Right. Because it just simply doesn't have the, you know, it's, right, it's right, not right. built for right, right, adding right. my mo- rotational mass <laughs> right. into it. You're not rotational um, mass. Oh, I'm, I'm your potential. Uh, potential energy is what I am. Yeah, yeah. you are your potential. Uh, I've got and potential also momentum. Money, <laughs> <laughs> um, you got plenty of potential over there, buddy. I think they've kind of put that to bed with this, and especially yes. you know Easter Jeep Safari having it out there. And so I, and I just assumed I'm like ah, you know, this is another one of those things where you're going to gain some efficiency, but is it really going to be worth the price tag? And, you know, as I read, I, I didn't, I lightly researched it, I would say, prior to this, this training course that I took. Sure. And I, I heard mixed reviews on it. After I took this course, I'm stoked. This is phenomenal technology. If you're hearing bad reviews, it's because, um, you know, the expectations are set either up where hybrids are, like the Prius. Which just just isn't going to happen because, like you said, right. it's a fairly big vehicle, yeah. fairly heavy vehicle. Or you know, you you get people that drive it to the trail and they get five miles on the trail, wheeling in E mode or ten miles on the trail, don't get their full twenty two or twenty five yeah. or whatever they're expecting. Yeah. You can't. You're in four low. You know, you're you're. Um, or they're just sitting with their vehicle on the entire time. Yeah, I mean, AC or whatever, you know. So, yeah, there's just, there's There's factors. You got to learn how to drive these. It's not like driving a gas engine. You just, there are certain things that I know people that drive hybrids and they, it's like a game for them. You know, playing to see, it really is. is. I mean, you're like, oh, Hill, I'm going to, you know, I'm getting off the the accelerator and I'm going to coast and regen or, you know, and and uh, there's like different yeah. ways to work the throttle to get more regen, and it, and it we is. would have a we'd have like a chart game, like yeah, yeah. You know, track my fitness and be like track, track my, my e save. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don, I appreciate all the the um the research that you put into that. I'm going to throw it out there to the listeners. If you have um a four by you have experience with this, we'd love to hear about it. We you know send us an email. Um, let us know what your experience is with it. I I'm tempted right now if if anybody had one on lot to go and and check it out for a couple weeks. All right. So if you if you want to um have your email read, send it to us send about it to four Terry by at <laughs> no, gplightpodcast.com because <laughs> obviously you don't know what info at gplightpodcast.com is. Where else can people find this, Bill? I don't know because they keep sending it to your personal email. 
I have, I have no idea what you're talking no, about. No, but I want everybody to head over to L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Jeep Life Podcast. Don't forget about the competition. The, 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 oh, the, the, yeah. the contest. So we have a lot of contests going on right now. Yeah. We have our YouTube contest, so make yep. sure you head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. It's the only way you're going to get hooked up when we hit our 750th subscriber. And we're on, on our YouTube, way. we're on our way. So make sure you hit that subscribe button, turn on the bell, do whatever you need to do. Also, there's the Patreons. If you would like to support the podcast in any possible way, if you'd like to make a monthly donation to us of a three or a five or a right three five three five and ten ten yeah ten yeah that's gonna get you hooked up with some extra content, extra stuff early, sooner, awesome, cool. Stickers, hats, this, that, and the other thing. So head over to our Patreon website. And then we have our Kahoot contest yep, yep. going on that was just created by Mr. Kahoot over him by himself over there. That's me. That's you. <laughs> me. Do we have any other contests going on right now? I feel like we do. No. Maybe. Well, we, Mark just reminded me that he did send a, a, an email this week to um, info at Jeep Life Podcast. Um, he became a Patreon member too, so I'm going to celebrate did. him. No, oh, nice. Um, so just keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. Um, and he's and it's illegal for him to send beer. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, there's stupid trade laws. Literally international <laughs> laws and state laws that, that uh, prevent that. That's that's right. I forgot he uh, but, he sent that. But you know what? You can send twenty bucks, and he did. He was he, awesome. um, is a Patreon supporter. We appreciate nice. that. Cool. Thanks, Mark. So we're going to use your money to go buy some beer. That's right. <laughs> and Mark, we appreciate that. We appreciate all of our Patreon supporters. So come out there and um, throw us a little love. We don't ask for a lot, but just throw us a little love. We'll keep giving you great content as much as we possibly can. And uh, for my friend Bill, my friend Don, myself, Terry, uh, thanks for tuning in with us tonight. Here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night. Hey, what's your name? Don. Don. <laughs> Fuck you, Don. <laughs> yeah, what's your name? Bill. Bill? Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs>